You're listening to Manifest with Sarah Prout, and that's exactly what we're going to do together. I'm a best-selling author and a manifestation and law of attraction expert. I've been teaching manifestation now for well over a decade, and I've inspired millions of people all over the world on topics and themes such as emotional empowerment, intuitive wisdom, and heart-based healing. So each week, I'll deliver you a brand new dose of inspiration and motivation to remind you that you have the power to create your own reality. Let's connect with the universe, activate the law of attraction, and manifest your dreams. Thank you so much for being here with me right now. Let's get started. Hello there and welcome to today's episode. This one is likely to be one of the most controversial episodes I've ever recorded. But I just want to preframe with a few things here before I get started today. And the first thing is I want you to know that everything that I have ever shared with you and will continue to share with you comes from my heart. And a really important thing to remember here is that what I'm about to share with you is from my perspective. It's not intended to help you make a decision. If it does, great. If it doesn't, you know, that's <laughs> that's your business, right? I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to say, you know, you're wrong or, you know, there is no intention here to cause division. I just want to share the results of an emotional experiment that I did for myself. I was really fascinated and curious by the platform, the social platform known as TikTok. It was a couple of years ago now that my kids, my oldest child, Thomas, who is, he's actually turning 20 today. He was the one that first introduced me to TikTok. And when I got a TikTok account, my kids both said to me, oh, mom, you're too old for TikTok, right? So I, I kind of took that as a challenge and decided that I wanted to uh, be curious about the platform, right? Because I, I've seen I've seen so many incredible things on TikTok. I've seen people doing dance routines and lots of comedy shared. And I've seen incredible growth in the two accounts that I have, even though my own personal one, I didn't really pay too much attention with the growth of that. But I started just for a little bit of an experiment uh, for my Dear Universe brand a TikTok account where I was just sharing inspirational affirmations. They're still available. I'll still have it there. I've just deleted the app. So today I am going to be sharing with you the results of my two week emotional experiment and why I have made the conscious decision for myself to delete it. Okay. So like I said, before we dive in today, I want you to know that I still love you if you love TikTok. I can see that everyone will have a different experience, a different perception of what the platform has to offer them. I'm not going into who, you know, who owns TikTok or what TikTok does with your information. That's not what this is about. The intention of this episode today is to be somewhat of a guinea pig because the theme of this show, I mean, it's titled Manifest, right? Manifest with Sarah Prout. So I'm showing you in real time some of the ways in which I can identify the things that contribute 
to my well-being versus contaminate my well-being. And just because I label something as a potential contaminant for my field of, you know, my aura, my energy field, it doesn't mean that it has to be that way for you. I mean, let's look at it like gluten, right? There are some people that can eat gluten, no problems whatsoever. And then there are other people that even have like the tiniest little speck of gluten and they have terrible digestive issues. (laughs) So let's approach it from that perspective today. So it's somewhat more fun and playful and less dense. Okay. Because the comments are continuing to roll in on this Facebook post. So I, I posted this a couple of hours ago at the time that I'm recording this. And so far it's had over 343 comments and people are very either for or against TikTok. So I'll read you the post that I made and then I will share with you how I got to the conclusion of the decision that I made. So the the post over on Facebook, and if you're not following me on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com forward slash love Sarah Prout. I'll link up to this in the show notes for this episode. So the post was this. I deleted TikTok because I think it's toxic. Please keep in mind, this is my perspective. I did a two-week emotional experiment and would love to share the results. Would you like me to record a podcast episode about why I think it's one of the fastest ways to lower your vibration, especially if you're an empath? That gives you a a little bit of a clue as to why I made the decision right now to, to delete the app. You know, I may go back one day, I don't know, but for now I am deleting the app because there are specific reasons that I believe that it is toxic, okay? And so what I'm noticing, I've been through a lot of the comments that are coming through right now, and it is very divided, (laughs) surprise, surprise, division on social media. (laughs) Um, And there are people that love it for different reasons, right? So there are people that love it because it's fun, it's lighthearted, the people that they follow, the content that they see on what's known as a for you page is beautifully curated, so they have no complaints. And then on the other hand, there are people that are like adamantly um, in agreement with my decision to delete the app because they're like, no, it's it's not a good place whatsoever. It's got this wrong with it, this wrong with it and this wrong with it. So my intention here is to find that middle ground (laughs) and to really share from my heart my own experience. So as I mentioned, my kids had well, one of my kids had TikTok And I was introduced to that and I grew my Dear Universe brand very quickly on TikTok. I I think it was like 100,000 followers in less than five weeks. So I was on there creating content and following people and connecting and doing all that kind of stuff. And it was great for a while. And then I kind of got sick of it because I love the more community aspect to social media. Uh, That's why I love Facebook and I love Instagram because of the connections that are made with people from all over the world. And it's not just a short snippet of, you know, somebody doing a silly dance or, you know, eating 25 boiled eggs at once and trying not to be sick. You know, there's (laughs) There are some incredible things that I have witnessed on TikTok, which I cannot unsee now. And when I lived in the Hamptons last year for three months, and it was really difficult to leave my son Thomas behind, who chose to stay back in Vegas because he's an adult and he had a job and a relationship and friends and all that kind of thing. 
the way that we stayed connected is that he wasn't so good with texting because he's, you know, my son, <laughs> but he was great at sharing TikTok videos with me. So we, we bonded over that. And then over time, he's lost interest. And so I found myself still looking at TikTok. And what I noticed, even though it is based, the algorithm is based on people you follow, you know, the, the algorithm witnesses what you spend the most amount of time looking at, right? So whether it's funny cat videos or, um, uh, just trying to think of something else here off the top of my head, a funny baby with a filter on that, you know, makes the baby have teeth or um, other things that happen. I started to slowly see that the content that I was being presented with was changing and I was being sucked into it like a vortex. I could literally lose 20 to 25 minutes of time simply by scrolling and not even being aware of that. And so for this two weeks, Actually, I'll wind it back a little bit further back. So the time that I was creating content for the Dear Universe account and for my own Sarah Prout account, uh, which is still active, by the way, like I mentioned, I just deleted the app. I didn't delete the accounts. What I noticed was that after each session that I would spend just scrolling TikTok, seeing what's new, I felt a dip in my energy. Okay, so it's like the awareness you have when you eat a specific food. So for my husband, for instance, if he eats pizza, he knows that he's going to need a nap because it impacts his energy. This was the level of discernment that I was bringing to TikTok because it was undeniable that I would spend this time on TikTok and my energy would dip. And I'd be like, well, why, why is this happening? So I got curious and I did this for two weeks. Every day I'd look at something on TikTok and it'd be different things I was presented with. And I mean, it is like a magnified form of the law of attraction, you know, where energy goes, where, where attention flows, energy goes. And what I was witnessing, and this comes with a bit of a trigger warning here, is that I was being presented with people that were going through extreme hardships. You know, there were people that were battling terminal illness or had lost a loved one or nurses in hospitals that were dealing with COVID patients and what's going on in Afghanistan. And it's not that I wanted to turn my back on those things. I want to be very clear about that. This is the subtle distinction between seeing what was happening with my energy and sensing what was happening to my energy field and then witnessing that, okay, I am getting too involved with this because I literally saw so many people going through extreme levels of adversity that it was having an impact on my emotions. I was witnessing depression. And so part of my two-week experiment, you know, it wasn't every day that I was looking at TikTok, but I could see and I would note down how I was feeling. And then for the second week, I didn't look at TikTok at all. And I noticed an incredible difference in my level of energy. And then I went back on it and then I felt the same way. There was like this dull headache, this dip in my vibration. So I feel like there's something that happens when, of course, I mean, of course, there's something that happens <laughs> when you are watching people cry because they're, they're, you know, using TikTok as a safe place to tell the world that they've been abused. I get that, right? I mean, I, I, um, you know, I don't take this lightly. I really want to say this with the utmost respect for the people that are brave enough to share their experiences. Okay. Because this is how we connect. But when I was seeing a steady stream of 
cancer, sexual abuse, body dysmorphia, uh, unemployment, you know, all of the difficult things that people go through. I, I get it, right? But I needed a break. I need to step back from that. It's not like, um, you know, it it's used as almost entertainment as an extension of reality shows. You know, people get hooked on the drama. And then I remembered, I'm an empath. So when I'm watching those videos, even if they get through the cracks from the like cute cat videos or cute baby videos or, you know, entrepreneurial videos, the things that I'm really inspired by, when these people and and some of them, and I, you know, I also don't say this lightly, some of these people use that to get attention. And that is incredibly dangerous, right? Because it gets viral lift to it. And I am, I'm concerned by that. I'm concerned about the divisive nature, the almost um, abusive nature of how and, and I will go here and talk about this as well because I want to be that safe space where there are both political parties being extremely aggressive to each other, in America anyway. I don't know what it's like in Australia. It, it is where I'm from. It's probably the same because of the, the lockdown measures right now. But it's very right or wrong. You either fall on one side of the fence or you fall on the other, right? There's no middle path of compassion and understanding. And so my choice to disengage for my own levels of energy, this is incredibly important. It's the reason why I only sometimes dip into the news. I stay informed and aware And then I am very aware when I start going into what I call binge mode. And I've been doing that a lot lately, not just on TikTok, but on Facebook as well, because there's so much fear going around. Fear is an incredibly corrosive energy that can impact every area of your life, right? Your body manufactures chemicals when you feel afraid. It can it can really lead you down a different path that you do not want to go down. And again, I'm not saying don't become aware of what is going on in the world, but become acutely aware of your reactions internally. Become aware that you have the power to discern the right path for yourself. You have the power to choose where you focus your energy And there were a few people that said about this podcast, well, why focus on the negative energy of um, TikTok? Why not focus on the positive? And and one lady said that, you know, (laughs) a lot of people said that it was mirroring my own toxicity, you know, which which is fine, you know. And then at the same time, they have to own their own. If they're going to accuse me of seeing toxicity in TikTok, then they also have to do the work, as Byron Katie says, on accusing me of that. And there was one comment that said, well, why would you spend your time recording a podcast about TikTok when you could just, uh, you know, share how to raise your vibration? (laughs) So you guys know, as part of my absolutely beloved community around this podcast, that I have shared so many tips over the last three years about how you can raise your vibration. So I'll just quickly, to counteract it right now, share 
share some tips on how to raise your vibration. And then I'll share some tips specifically how I raise my vibration. So some will be very generic and then the other ones will be personal to me. If that works for you, great. If not, take what you can use and then discard the rest. So very generic ways that you can raise your vibration is become aware of your language patterns, how you are offering uh, your conversational skills to other people. Are you complaining more than you're praising? Are you uh, being dramatic more than you are showing gratitude and appreciation? So that's one way. Another way is to get enough sleep. Do the basic bodily things that keep the the machine running, such as sleep, water, exercise, and good nourishment, and sunshine. Vitamin D and sunshine is essential. Uh, I have been going out for walks even though I finished 75 hard recently, I've still somewhat continued the program. And I love to go outside every morning without my sunglasses on and just feel that sunlight. It is so good because it resets not only your metabolism, but your nervous system. Thirdly, thing that you can do to raise your vibration, meditate, 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 meditate. Connect with the universe, a higher power. Remember that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. Those are my top three. I think there are a few more than three, but, (laughs) and the things that I do for myself to keep my vibration high. And remember, these are just, this is just personal advice from me to you, from my heart to yours. Like I said, take what fits, get rid of the rest. So for me, (laughs) I like to I'm just going to drop in for a moment and really witness the the importance of this episode right now because for me, it's been about discerning what is right for me. And TikTok is not right for me. Um, being an empath, feeling sometimes what other people feel and look, you know, scrolling through 50 different faces Uh, people that are either suffering or people that are doing silly things or people that are, you know, celebrating life, which is great, by the way. But it's still quite a, uh, it's confusing because it's switching gears so quickly. And your mind, you know, going those few seconds where you're with each person, it's, it's a lot for the brain. The brain needs to process the information, so slowing down. And part of the reason I think that I've become a little bit repelled by TikTok is because I've been reading more. I've been taking time every night to read books, actual books, not listening to them or Kindle, which is great too, by the way, because knowledge is power. (laughs) But I love reading a book in bed at night. It helps me to relax. It helps me to raise my vibration to know that I am filling myself up with knowledge and this is incredibly important and that I'm not just believing everything that I hear on TV or on social media that I'm actually doing my own research to find out what is right for me okay because I'm the only one living this experience in my own body and it helps me to be a better mother so part of my raise your vibration strategy is to connect with the universe, is to have those manifestation habits dialed in on autopilot so that I'm connecting with nature, so that I'm nurturing and nourishing my body 
uh, that I am doing something creative because for me, creativity is a spiritual practice. So I might be drawing or I might be, you know, creating an image for a blog post or working on my upcoming Oracle card deck or, you know, just so many things, so many creative things that I get to do as part of my job, which I love. And then Lastly, connecting with other human beings in an authentic and heart-based way, you know, whether it's calling my family in Australia or um, spending time with my friends, those who are here in Vegas right now, or um, spending time with my family and making memories, doing things that bring joy. So for instance, I love playing Mario Kart on the Nintendo Switch. This is not a paid ad, (laughs) but I do love Mario, Super Mario. I've loved it since I was a little kid. And for me to connect with my kids in that way, even though we have like limited screen time in my household, uh, my kids are rarely on tablets. They're on TV, you know, at least a few times a day watching different, you know, watching a movie or watching something educational. Uh, my 15-year-old my daughter, Olivia, uh, she doesn't have an iPhone. And part of the reason for that is because of having such a young mind and it being sculpted by whatever's out there, right? And, and there's a lot of dangers out there. So um, we said to her, look, when you get to 18, you can choose whether or not you want to have access to the entire internet all the time. But for us and for our family's needs, we put boundaries around that because we want more connection. And because Olivia's homeschooled as well, she's on a screen most of the day for her online studies when she's not at the Taekwondo studio, which is a fantastic way to get grounded in her body. So that's, you know, the two ways, my personal ways of raising my vibration and the more you know, streamlined, generic ways of raising your vibration and then getting curious about what serves you. Only you know what serves you, right? So I know I mentioned earlier that my husband can't eat pizza without understanding that there's like an impact on his energy levels, but sometimes he chooses to do it anyway because it brings him joy. So if you're listening to this today and you're like, well, Sarah says she deleted TikTok, maybe I should delete it too. Try that on. I'm not saying to do that. If TikTok brings you joy, then keep it by all means. All I am asking today is for those of you that are listening to this, get curious about what it's actually contributing to your life. Because there's this quote out there, I'm not sure who said it, but it is extremely powerful. And that is to create more than you consume, right? So for me, I need to create more than I consume. I need to, well, I wish that I could write more than I read. I mean, that would be incredible. I'd have a book coming out nearly every week. (laughs) That's not realistic. But what is realistic is to look at the ways in which you focus your energy and then become aware of how it guides your energy. What is your energy field doing? It's like having a friend that you need to break up with in a way because they're an energy vampire or they only talk about themselves or they're a narcissist, right? I feel like there were some elements of TikTok for me that was like being in a toxic relationship that was take, 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 taking my attention and my time 
whereas it wasn't really contributing. And only you can figure out what that balance is. And that's all I'm saying. (laughs) Do what is right for you. Always do that because you are a sovereign being. You get to guide your energy in the way that you feel serves you the most. And no one can tell you whether that is right or wrong. Like I said, all I am doing today is sharing from my perspective. And if you found this valuable today, and if you would be so kind as to share it with a friend, if you think that they would find it valuable today, that would be incredible. Take a screenshot on your phone, tag me on Facebook or on Instagram, but you can't tag me on TikTok because I'm not on TikTok <laughs> for now. Anyway, that, I mean, I say that that could change, but I, I think I am there's a knowing that I probably won't go back to that because I'm going through this intense phase of choosing things that will contribute to my spiritual growth. And I think right now I'm uh, studying to get a doctorate of metaphysical science. And so I'm being very careful about what I put into my mind. I'm being very careful about what I consume in my body. This is really, really important, especially as I get older And I'm only 41. I know that's young, (laughs) but it's important to always take care of your health and to be mindful about taking care of yourself. It has taken me decades to get to this point, so many decades to get to this point. And that's actually what my next book is all about that comes out in May 2022. There will be a big cover reveal that happens in the next I think it's about three weeks from now. It will be happening in September. I can't wait to share the cover with you. It is so beautiful. This book you will want to read. I can promise you that. All right. Thank you so much for being here with me today and happy manifesting. Lots of love and bye for now.